Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. Was that video sick or what? My goodness, that was amazing. Come on, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, any WWE fans out there? I'm not going to lie. I was a huge WWE fan. My favorite wrestler of all time was Rey Mysterio back in the day. Um, And John Cena, I love Batista. Obviously, The Undertaker, he's a legend. Um, But I loved wrestling, so that was just just amazing. Great job. Hey, can we uh, clap it up for our creative team? Aren't they just amazing? So incredibly grateful for them. Man, come on, is anybody excited to be in God's presence tonight? I hope you are. We are in a brand new series called Goats, talking about the greatest of all time in Scripture, as you saw on the screen. Tonight, um, uh, last week we talked about a man named Stephen. Everybody say Stephen. Tonight we're going to talk about somebody else. But before we do that, listen, I just want to tell you, you need to get registered for Youth Takeover Night at Urban Air. because. Um, and also, I need you to get your friends there and hashtag jumping for Jesus. Come on, that was amazing. Clap it up for Armin and Yesenia. Come on, don't you love your leaders? They're amazing. I texted them. I was like, dude, that was one of the best welcomes that I've ever seen, like better than I've ever even done. That was amazing, dude. I think it was your supreme hat because you're a hype beast. Okay. My note's closed. That's no bueno. Um, But yeah, make sure that you sign up for that. And then um, are you guys ready to just jump in tonight? Can we just jump in tonight? I want to jump in because I want to talk about somebody else that you guys might know about, um, that most of you will know about, but that changed history forever. Come on, would you bow your heads and pray with me today? Dear Lord, I thank you, God, for this opportunity to just be in your house, God. Better is one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. So, God, we just honor your presence. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you meet with us, God? Would you, would you begin to work in our hearts even right now in this moment, God? We love you and praise you. And everybody said amen and amen. I got a question for you. Have you ever been in a situation that required courage? Courage. Okay. I want to tell you about this story. Um, when I lived in Minnesota, we used to drive up north all the way to the border of Canada. Okay. And there was a place called the Quarry. Everybody say the Quarry. And it was at this quarry that there was a 100-foot cliff. And at the bottom of this cliff cliff was a huge lake. And people would drive hours to get to this place called the quarry so that they could just jump off of this cliff into the water. Okay? How many of you guys love cliff jumping? Huh? Huh? No. Man, you guys don't even have cliffs in Miami. Okay? Put your hands down. How many of you love bridge jumping? Anybody bridge jumping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love cliff jumping. I honestly just love anything that requires adrenaline, okay? So me and my homies pulled up um, to this quarry, and there's this 100-foot cliff, and we have to climb up this, like, rocks and all this stuff to get to the top, and it's 100 feet down, but you also have to jump about 10 feet out, otherwise you'll hit the rocks at the bottom of the pit, Okay? So there's like a drop off, but if you don't jump far enough, then what will happen is you will land on the rock and you will die. Pretty scary. And so me and my friends get there and um, I get to this cliff and I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, this is no joke. I'm going to have to jump off this thing. So I get to the edge of the cliff and I start to have this fear. Okay. 
like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't jump off this cliff. Like, you know, my calling is greater than this cliff. Okay, so maybe I just shouldn't do this. But how many know, like, when there's people watching you, okay, like, there was about 60 people that I didn't know that were watching me about to jump off this cliff, okay? Like, have you ever walked off the edge of a diving board or a high dive, and you're like, well, there's no going back now, okay? I either die up here or I have to jump off. One of the two. I cannot take the walk of shame back down the mountain, okay? So I was like, man, I'm going to have to jump off this thing. So I just close my eyes. I buckle down. I back up. I say, Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, God, I need wings like eagles right now. And I just ran and I just jumped as high and as far as I could. I was so scared. As I start to reach the bottom, how many know, like, when you jump off of something high, if you don't have a lot of body control, then you just start to fall forward. And all of a sudden, like, I'm not staring, like, across anymore. I'm just staring down, okay? Many of you know where this is going. I smacked the water so hard on my stomach. I thought that my organs split out of my body. I was, like, I was, like, disoriented in the water. I was, like, God, this is, this is it. I'm about to come see you, Jesus. It was a fun ride. But it's funny because, like, how many of you have ever been in a situation where it required courage? Courage. You know, it, it's funny because I had two choices on that cliff, and I believe that there are two choices that you have when you face something that looks uncertain, when you face something that seems impossible, when you face something that just straight up scares you. I had two choices. Let me say it like this. There were a few girls that were before me, and they just kept asking questions. They're like, am I going to make it? Um, like, is my hair going to get wet? Yes, your hair's going to get wet. Just jump off. But, but, like, is it safe? Like, how many people have died? Like, 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 what's the success rate at the end of the tunnel? There are two options that you have when you face fear. Number one is you can either ask questions or you can have courage. I want to ask you today, do you ask questions to God or do you just have courage when he asks you to do something? Because here's what I've learned about God. Many times, when God asks you to do something, questions do not clarify more of what God wants you to do. Many times, questions only confuse you more than when you started. Why is that? Because faith is not based on the answers that we get when we ask questions. Faith is based on us saying, God, even when we don't have the answers, we will jump off the cliff. We will carry the calling that you placed inside of us. We will face the impossible. That's what courage is. Courage is being able to look at an impossible situation and say, I know that this is impossible, but I know that I serve the God of the impossible. So I'm going to have faith. I'm going to believe that he is who he says he is, and he can do what his word says he can do. That's what courage is. And I don't want to talk to you about somebody that I believe is one of the most courageous people in all of the Bible. Last week, we talked about Stephen and his unwavering faith. Today, I want to talk to you about somebody in the Bible that was forced to have courage. The title of my message today is Controversial Courage. Courage when it doesn't make sense. Like how hard is it to have courage when none of it makes sense? Can I tell you today that the more you walk with God, the more your life will not make sense. Like I'm just be real with you, okay? The more you walk with God, the more you're going to be like, yo, God, this, like, does not line up. This does not make sense. This is not what it's supposed to be. There was a lady 
in the Bible. Come on, women, where are you at tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about a woman in the Bible that had to face her fears. You know, um, that's why, that's why like Eve was so messed up. You know, like Eve, the sinner. Just kidding. <laughs> no, really though. Yeah, women, it's your fault. Um, there's, there's a girl named Eve, but like, like, you know why she sinned? Why she turned her back on God? Because the enemy was able to get her to question the things that God commanded of her. I want to tell you tonight that the enemy will always try to get you to question the things of God. That's why you need strong courage like Mary. Tonight I want to talk to you about this woman called Mary. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 25, it says this. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Uh-oh. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, uh, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are going to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. But he didn't uh, consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Here's why, um, what I believe, if I had to rate the most courageous to the least courageous in the Bible, Mary would be at the top, y'all. How do I know this? Because I know that when I became a father, I just about peed my pants. And I was married. Can you imagine being married in this time, not having a husband, and finding out she's pregnant? How many of you know that's an issue? Like, I've I, I, I pictured this conversation between her and Joseph. You know, like, she, she pulls up Joseph. We have a very serious problem that we need to discuss. Yo, girl, what's good? You looking fine today. Like, you ready to get married? No, no, Joseph, this is serious. All right, girl, tell me what's going on. Joseph, I'm pregnant. Joseph's like, what? Like, we ain't even Netflix and chill yet. Like, what you talking about, bro? Like, like we ain't even married yet. She's like, no, 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 Joseph. I know it sounds crazy, but, but it's not you. Joseph, at this point, flips his lid. You know, girl, what you talking about? It's not me. Who is it then, woman? He's like, Joseph, I need you to calm down. It was an angel. Oh, so his name Angel. Does Angel got an Instagram? Because I'm about to bust a cap in his behind. He's like, no, no, no. Not, not, not like, like, like Holy Spirit, angel. Oh, ain't nothing holy about what I'm about to do to this angel fool. I'm saying, like, I've run this back in my head so many times. I'm like, dude, I cannot imagine what happened 
in this conversation. But here's what I do know. I know that Mary has a child at this point. And she is carrying something that is going to change history forever. That is going to reshape humanity. That is going to shift culture and society in ways that would have been impossible if she said no. It's so funny because I feel like Mary is just sitting there and she's like, God, I'm, I'm, I'm pregnant, but like this doesn't make sense. He's like, I know it doesn't make sense, but that's why I chose you because I know that you have a pure heart. And I know that deep down inside of you, there is a courage that I have placed inside of you. And you, Mary, are going to be able to carry something that other people are not able to carry because they won't be strong enough. I came to tell somebody tonight that you might feel like you're carrying something that's too heavy. You might feel like you're carrying something that's a burden that's weighing you down. But I believe this. I believe God walked into the room and he said, no, 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 no. But yes, because you are pure in spirit and there is a courage that I've placed inside of you. And you're going to be able to carry something that other people don't have the capacity to carry. I wonder if there were some courageous people that were ready to pick up what God was dropping into their heart. Because nine months from now, I believe that we're going to see signs, we're going to see wonders, we're going to see miracles burst outside of you because you had a courageous spirit. Watch this in Deuteronomy. This, this scripture has been radically changing my life. You ever like read a scripture and you're like, whoa, that's good. And then like a few days later, you see it like somebody posted it on Instagram and you're like, whoa, that's real good. And then, like, you go to a homie's house, and they have, like, a floor mat that says it on there. And you're like, dang, God, you speaking to me. Like, that's what happened with this verse. I preached four times in the last week, and every single time, God has unintentionally dropped this scripture into my preachings. Because I believe that this is a scripture for me, and I believe it's for you too. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid because of them or the things that you face. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. I want to tell somebody in the room tonight, my message today is one thing be strong and courageous that's it all you have to do all you have to do is be strong and courageous I love it because Mary this is like an impossible situation right like like she's like yo pump the brakes I, I, I just I just don't know about this like can you imagine the pressure that she had in raising Jesus this is Jesus, okay, the Savior of the world, Son of God. And Mary and Joseph have the hard task of being their parents. Pressure much? Like, I'll just say it like this. If I was Jesus' father, y'all would be pretty messed up right now. <laughs> like, there would be no hope for the world if I was, if I was his parent. But, but Mary says, you know what, maybe I can do this. You see, here's what I believe. I believe that it wasn't her talents that qualified her. It wasn't her status that qualified her. It was her courage that God used to qualify her to carry something that was going to change humanity forever. He says this to the, the angel says this to Joseph. He says, hey, Mary is going to carry the Savior of the world. What? Here's what I believe today. 
I believe that what God wants to do in your life is plant a dream, plant a calling, plant a word in your heart that scares you so much that you begin to fear it. That you begin to say, God, this doesn't make sense. I'm not qualified for this. My resume doesn't meet it. My qualifications don't meet it. But I do have a little bit of courage. And all you need is a little bit of courage for God to use you. Watch what, watch what the angel says in a, in a different recording of this in Luke 1.30. It says almost the same thing that happened in Deuteronomy. It says this. It says, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. For you have found favor with God. Did you know that favor is a byproduct of courage? Why? Because courage is hard to find. So God loves giving favor and grace to the ones that say, you know what, I'm scared, but I do have a little bit of courage, God, and I can at least give you that. And he says, oh, if you have courage, that's all you need. I will part the sea. I will make a way. I will stop the river. I will make the walls of Jericho fall down. As long as you have a little bit of courage. Not just courage, but controversial courage. The kind of courage that it makes no sense why I'm doing this. Did you know it made no sense for Moses to go talk to the Israelites? It was an impossible situation. It made no sense for David to go face the Philistine. It was an impossible situation. It made no sense for Mary to give a, a, a birth to Jesus. It was an impossible situation. It made no sense for Saul, who was Paul, to lead a movement that we are enjoying today because one man had a little bit of courage, even in the midst of his messed upness, even in the midst of his nastiness. God said, no, 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 you have a little bit of courage, and I'm going to use that, and I'm going to make a way, and I'm going to pour out my favor and my grace on your life. Be strong and courageous. You see, I believe this. I believe that some of you in this room, maybe you folded. Maybe you've given up. Maybe you've thrown in the towel. Here's what I want to tell you today. I, I want to tell you this, is that God wouldn't have put it in your hand if you were not able to carry it. Man, my family situation is too messed up. My parents are getting a divorce. My, 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 my sister's all over the place. They make fun of me because I come to church. I'm the only Christian. Guess what? God would not have made you the only Christian if he didn't know that you were capable of leading a movement that was going to stir up, not just in your family, but in your community and in your school and in your friends. Oh man, I wonder if God is asking some people in this room today, hey, do you have the courage to carry what I'm about to put inside of you? Oh man, I just started a Bible club and only a few people showed up. Yeah, you ever like heard from God and you're like, dude, this is a blessing. This is going to be amazing. And then all of a sudden it turns into a burden. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I can only imagine Mary at this point. Right? Oh, I just heard from God. God, you just spoke to me. God, you put a call on my life. God, you gave me a mission. God, what is it? You're going to be pregnant. Oh, man. You couldn't like give that to somebody else. Now I got to go deal with Joseph. Now I got to go deal with culture now I got to go deal with all these other things it's kind of like like when you get a car you know I remember when I when I was in high school I had a Pontiac Sunfire golden yellow whoo with the crank windows yeah, yeah yeah when I saw a cute girl I would pull up next to her I'd be like hey yo hey hey 
hang on, give me a second. Ah, ah, ah. By the time she's already gone, you're like, ah, dang it. I want automatic. I got a car, right? I was like, dude, I'm balling. Big balling. This is such a blessing. Until I realized that you got to pay for gas, insurance, you got to pay for car washes, you got to pay for new tires, you got to pay for a new transmission, you got to pay to repair it. It's like, dude, this ain't a blessing. This is a burden. I mean, you, you ever like heard a word from God and you're like, man, God, this is amazing. All of a sudden you start to do it and you're like, oh, man, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. See, I believe that that's what Mary is going through. She's like, oh, man, like this was supposed to be a blessing, but now it's turned into a curse. Like, like Joseph's wanting to divorce me. Like all these different things are happening. But he says, no, no, no. If you would just remain faithful, if you would just be strong and courageous, then I will pull you through this season into a new season. And Jesus is going to come, and he's going to be the Savior of the world. Mary, and it's going to be because of your courage that we see humanity saved and rearranged. I believe that there are some world changers in this room. We throw that word around so often. What's a world changer? World changer is somebody who, like, looks cool, like, posts on Instagram, like, yeah, you can do this. No, no, no. Somebody who a world changer is is somebody who literally changes the world forever. Did you know that without Mary doing her part, without Mary looking fear in the face and saying, you know what, this looks impossible, but I will be strong and courageous. Without her, we would not be here today doing what we do. With the favor and the grace that is on this church, with the favor and the grace that is on your life, it took one courageous person to stand up and say, man, I can do this. What is courage? Courage is looking the impossible in the faith, face and saying, I may be scared, but I'm still going to move. Let me simplify it for, like, uh, for, for the people that need a, a simpler explanation. What is courage? Courage is faith in action. Courage is faith in action. Guess what? There will be moments in your life that you are afraid. There will be moments in your life like you feel like, dude, the armies are coming against me. The walls are closing in. But even in the midst of your fear, did you know that you can still have courage? Say, so you know what? Hey, I'm afraid. This cliff is really high. Don't know if I'm going I'm to make the jump. But I know that greater is he in me than he that's in the world. So I'm just going to trust God. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to let him have control of my life. And I'm just going to be obedient to the things that he's called me to do. And I'm going to jump. And I'm going to move. And I'm going to have faith. And I'm going to take action. And I am going to be brave and courageous. And I'm going to be strong. And I'm going to let my faith speak for itself. I wonder if there are some people in the room tonight that have been in that situation where you feel like, man, this is just impossible. Well, God, God, what you've asked me to do, it's just, it's just impossible. With every head bowed and every eye closed right now, come on, I just want to pray for you. Before we split up and go to fam groups, I believe what God wants to do right now is delete fear and apply courage. I believe he wants to, to delete fear and induce strength inside of you right now. You might feel like you're the only Christian you might feel like you're the only one doing something right. You might feel like you're in this room and you're not qualified. Like you're not good enough. The thing that I love about God is he says, hey, you don't have to be good enough because I'm good enough. 
And as long as you got me, you have everything that you need. So right now, if that's you in this room and you're saying, man, I'm struggling with fear. Fear of something. Maybe it's just fear of school. Maybe it's fear of making friends. Maybe it's fear of inviting someone to church. Maybe it's fear of being a Christian and being the only Christian in your household. Whatever it is. On a count of three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Come on, raise your hand right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dear Jesus, I just pray all across this room right now that you would activate a new kind of strength, a new kind of confidence, a new kind of courage, a new kind of boldness, a new kind of bravery into our hearts, just like Mary, who was in an in, in impossible situation, God. But because of her courage, you were able to birth something out of her that changed history forever. God, I pray that right now you would plant dreams, that you would plant passions, God, that you would plant things that, that are, are going to come to pass. Maybe right now, maybe we don't see it, God, but I pray that we would remain faithful and that we would believe that you are in control, that you are who you say you are, and you do what your word says you can do. If you're in this room right now and you say, man, like, I want that kind of faith in my life. I want the faith of Mary. I want to be able to look at an impossible situation, but I've never believed in Jesus before. Maybe you're in this room and you say, man, I've never heard this gospel message of Jesus. Did you know that Jesus was the man that was crucified on a cross so that you could live? Three days later, he rose again from the grave, and he is seated at the right hand of the king in heaven, and he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to be the savior of your life. He wants to give you a new dream, a new passion, a new vision for your life. If that's you in this room and you say, man, I want to be obedient to God. I want to say yes to him. On the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Come on, raise your hand right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you've never given your life to Jesus, but tonight you want to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, would everybody repeat this prayer with me? Say, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died and rose again. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I give you my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, can we clap for Jesus in this room tonight? Thanks for hanging out with us. If you like this message, hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide. We'll see you next time. And remember, no turning back. The best is yet to come.